Yo, 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 welcome to another round of In the House. Uh, sit down for a very special show. You're going to want to take notes. You're going to want to tune in. We have Anna Nayakana, Nayakana owner of Nayazuri Studios, award-winning author, actress, uh, um, in, in the world of, of just giving back and, and just a powerful figure and influence in the, in the space. Welcome and thank you. Thank you so much. You went ahead and threw acting in there. I guess I need to get into some films. That's a new space. <laughs> well, well, you know, we'll get because you said studios, and I like I don't even know what that entails. You know, uh, some of the projects. Nyasari the- Studios that oversees. I don't know if we're still recording. So Nyasari Studios is what is producing. That is the umbrella for my film. That's okay. for anything that you see me do in production. So musically, television, um, of course, the film, animation. That's all oh under the umbrella goodness. of Nyasari Studios. And then Nyasari Books is literally my books, my my movement for the youth, youth empowerment, the Nyasari Nation. Oh, my goodness. I want to I want to get into that. Yes, we're, we're live. I don't want to miss any of this uh, real, okay. real like um, there's I know you can go really deep into your into your background. So as deep as you want to go, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into writing first. Oh, all right. That, that's going very deep. I'll do my best <laughs> to keep a high level while, while deep diving. So writing became an expression for me as I learned music theory as a child, immigrating from Berlin, Germany. My family roots are Germany and Moldova, yet especially from Uganda, so East Africa stand up. And from there, as an expression, you know, I was really able to finally have a voice through music. Uh, being in English as a second language learner here growing up in America. It took me about five years, four or five years to become fluent in English. So before I became fluent in English, I had became fluent in music. And from that expression came songwriting. You know, I was, I was growing up in the 90s at the time here in the States, studying all the greats, you know, and I had such a, a culture and a love for hip-hop because I grew up in Stanford, Connecticut. So shout out to Lot City. <laughs> yes. And with yes, that ma'am. said, you know, I, I studied like the greatest, the GOATs. <laughs> Everybody from Nas to Mary J. Blige, you know, to Mariah Carey, like really songwriting, what it is to tell a story, to be a storyteller. And that's where my love of songwriting and writing poetry and really being able to express my innermost feelings began. Oh, my goodness. Um, so so roll right into because I think that's from like inspiration and, and the study. How did you develop the skill set to in, in music and in writing? By putting in that work, you know, they say it takes, what, 10,000 hours to master something? Mm-hmm. I have countless hours. I couldn't even quantify it if, if I tried to. Well over probably 100,000 hours of mm. studying and singing and writing since a child. So really through my adolescence, you know, as a teenager especially, and then well into my, my late teens and my early uh, 20s, all I would do was songwrite. I studied, you know, so much poetry. One of my favorite and most uh, inspirational poets is Maya Angelou. And her poem, Still I Rise, really awakened something in me at the age of 13. You know, I studied that and I would actually use it as a monologue for auditions for like musicals and things like that in school. So I really understood how to give the expression of something, you know, because I speak multiple languages. English is one of the most basic (laughs) languages. Mm, No offense, yet it is. Um, It's not very expressive. So in my mind, even right now, speaking to you, although I'm speaking English, I'm doing my best to kind of convert and translate from other languages simultaneously. And that's why uh, people will always tell me, Anna, you speak so, like, you speak differently. I love the way you speak. And I'm like, you know, I appreciate you. 
I'm grateful for that. Uh, I know it sets me apart because I understand how to use my words to truly express myself. And when I'm searching for it, I use a lot of analogies, mm-hmm. you know, and songwriting. And then that booming into writing literacy to empower the youth is an extension of that. It's, it's all connected, right? It's all connected. But saying something directly, yet in a way where it brings somebody on a journey where they can then discover it for themselves, now that's powerful. So uh, can you list off a few of the language uh, languages that you speak? And then are, are you are you saying that that ability helps you write raps and literature in in, in English? It's it's uh, opened your expressiveness, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm always looking to find a way to really give meaning to what I'm saying in a way where it can be felt beyond what is heard. So because of that, I speak German and Russian were my first two languages. Um, I also speak Runyankoli, which is my native language from southwestern Uganda. I'm from the tribe of Ankoli. Mm. And then, of course, I speak English, I speak Spanish, and I speak a little bit of Arabic, a little bit... I speak oh like a little goodness. bit of everything after that. It kind of goes <laughs> well, on and on. <laughs> well, I, well, Anna, I've, I've, I was already impressed and just learning more um, just uh, just increases, just increases uh, how much admiration I have for what you're doing. Tell, tell us a little bit about why children's books why, why um, a little bit deeper into Naya Zuri and and why it was so important to to go into that genre and then do you do you write other, other version genres? of me I truly started the move last year as an answer to a long-standing problem that no one is truly addressing in a way where all their efforts are being utilized every day. And what is that long-standing problem? The fact that most children don't actually even know who they are. And if you don't know who you are, you don't understand how you can even have the potential to become anything or anyone other than what your environment is telling you. And that is something that I personally battled growing up in America, growing up in the housing projects, seeing the adversities around me, my school letting me down, my teachers letting me down, My parents even letting me down in a way because they had to focus to work and take the jobs that they had to take because they couldn't even use their degrees, right, and utilize their degrees in a way to create the the salaries that we needed to have a certain type of lifestyle. They had to truly humble themselves. So because of that, I had to go within. And I've always been an awakened child. I've always been very conscious since really the age of two or three. And because of that, I I didn't lose myself. I didn't forget where I came from, my culture, my heritage my ancestry, everything, all of these blessings, Mm -hmm. I'll call them, because they truly kept me from losing myself in American society. So because of that, I was able to battle all of these things as a child, and later as I matured, and then I started off in the music industry at 15, and then curved that, and and went into a different lane, and now Mm -hmm. I'm coming back full circle, bringing everything to the movement, really utilizing all of me. Uh, to now be the solution. Naya Zuri, the series, the books, the soon-to-be film, the animated series, the music, the speaking engagements, like whatever it is, I've created every pathway as a solution, and I will continue to do so, so I don't really stay in one lane. I'm driving right now, and I'm switching (laughs) through lanes, literally on this interview, and that's what I do every day. Every day. Whatever is needed, however much of my energy is needed, you know, I don't forget that little girl. I don't forget that younger version of me. And every time I look into a face of a child, I literally am facing myself. And I always ask myself, what could I tell my five-year-old self or my 10-year-old self that would ultimately change 
their entire lives before they get sucked up into this matrix and think that this is the only way to live in a mode of survival. Oh my goodness, that um, that's real. That's that's intense in a real like like attractive like pulls you into the series, pulls you into to uh, like where where little kid you know kids youth can can read your books and see themselves in a different light. It's extremely powerful. Give us a setup for the book. Give us a setup. Give, what are, who are the characters and what are some of the you know what, what are some of the um, the themes and activities that they're that they're engaging in. Of course. Well, I got to start off with my main character, Naya Suri. Her name literally means beautiful purpose. I did that on purpose so children can understand how to be intentional in their lives, to live purposely, right? Naya is a fearless heroine. She is leading the way for her and her best friends, Miguel and Hugo Gonzalez, and they're literally time jumping, going back through history to meet other children from different time periods and assisting them with challenges and obstacles and figuring out how to create those solutions, how to overcome any sort of barrier to discover who it is that they truly are. That way history can remain intact, right? Through these critical pinpoints. And I'm specifically going back to ancient black and brown cultures rooted from Africa and beyond. Because once again, our culture is not spotlighted. It's not ingrained in the curriculum here in the U.S., right? They want to teach us indoctrination and, and t tell our children that they come from trauma or tell our children that they're second class or tell our children that they only come from immigrants and they don't come from anything that is glorious. And really, we built this whole world. We created every expression, whether it's from science to music to athletics. We created it all. It comes from our beings. And the big lie here in the West <laughs> is robbing the children of this knowledge to begin with. And that's not okay with me. I, I had this knowledge as a child because of where I come from. I come from the East. So I'm here to really bridge that gap and bring that Eastern knowledge here to the West and now beyond because we're, we're national and now the Nazarene movement is growing international. I just came back from Berlin, Germany, from my hometown of Charlottenburg, mm. spreading this message. So the series essentially is time traveling. It's adventure, it's STEM, it's empowerment. and my character naya is literally the younger version of me she's all the things that i was as a child combined with all the things that i know now right as a goddess producer as a woman really coming full circle into her being of what my purpose here is on earth and that's why i have so many adult readers i actually feel like i have more adult readers than i do uh, the youth and um it's really reflective of the fact that so many of us are still searching for ourselves well into our 30s into our 40s right and even beyond mm. we don't really know who we are we come into these midlife crises. I know so many people that are having midlife crises, like moments in their 30s. I'm like, in your 30s, how are you having a midlife crisis? Yeah, it is. A lot of people are in a state of panic because ultimately, you know, you start to counteract the things in your life and you're moving and grooving and trying to figure out how to make yourself happy and figure out how to keep an internal joy because you know that you deserve it, but everything else that you're encountering every day can be telling you otherwise. Right? You scroll on Instagram, you, you go check your email, you are looking at your coworkers, whatever it is, it's telling you otherwise. And unless you're deeply rooted in knowledge of self, then you, it's so easy to get swept into that lie once again. It's so easy to get swept up into the myth that your only potential is what the outer world is telling you that it could be. When that's not the case. You know, you're actually limitless. You're limitless because we all sort, we all come from the same spring of source and because of that you can source yourself you can be a creatress or a creator in your own life and you can tap into yourself and create it to be whatever it is that you choose for it to be yet you got to be intentional yeah 
Uh, can you can you can you take us back to where you kind of crossed that Rubicon or that threshold from from youth not knowing to and like you said, it's, it's not even about age. Um, it's about it's about stage of progression. Where do you feel like you've crossed into that confidence? Was it like a eureka moment? Was it uh, a person, an individual that kind of, you know, uh, you know, showed you, you know, showed you a different way of seeing things? Can you can you pinpoint either a moment or a series of events that kind of put you into the confidence that we that we come to know you at now? So I have the honor of being a mother. I have beautiful sons. Before I had my children, I was going through a very dark time in my life. You know, 27, 28 years old, I was really at a crossroads. I walked away from the music industry, something that I had worked for my contractual things working out, and then also the influence of having to put your integrity aside and allow somebody to place a price on your soul that wasn't right with me. So it wasn't quite what I thought was going to be. was being an independent artist back in 07. Nobody was doing that. You know, yet I had the knowledge and I had the focus too. So I was at a crossroads at about 27, 28 years old, and I really had to figure out my life. I started going to therapy. I started really doing that inner work, continuing my journey. I had gone on a little bit, but I didn't all the way deep because you have to be brave. You, know, you have to be brave that have had you ultimately stuck in these loops, and you don't know why you keep landing in the same situations or dealing with the same drama or coming to the same stages in your life over and over and over again. That's because you're not really going there. You're not going deep enough. You're not going beyond the fear. You're actually allowing it to limit you. So I started really doing this inner work. And from that inner work, I started healing. And the beautiful thing about healing is once you truly start healing to the deepest pain points in your life, it's such a liberation. Your soul literally becomes free. You're no longer trapped by the pain of the past. And you become present. And you don't, you're not even anxious of the future anymore. You literally become present in your life. So from that came the inspiration of Nyazuri, really coming full circle with myself, with my younger self. I did so much humanitarian work as a teenager, combining my love, my creative abilities of music and writing and expression with my love of the world and for the youth. That's what birthed Nyazuri, figuring out how I could go beyond the pain of my environment that I even grew up in. You know what it's like growing up in the projects in America. Even if you haven't gone through it, there's been enough movies, there's been enough songs, there are some things that cannot be unseen, right? Like yeah, getting off the bus prevalent. and having somebody. Uh, I'll I'll go even deeper than that and say it's it's almost when when you say when you identify as black in America, what that what that really means is you're identifying with with internalized oppression, with with understanding and being told and, and accepting that that your your history has been cut off, removed. Um, economic sabotage, you know, political sabotage, like we have literally been attacked since our, since our very, you know, um, you know, since, since, since our, our ancestors arrived here. So, uh, it's very much trauma. Exactly. Exactly. And it's done that way very systematically because the truth is we don't belong here. 
We do not belong here. We were removed and brought here. This is not our land. This is not our land. And at the same time, we were forced to toilet, to build it, to love it, to die for it. And it is not ours. And that's the truth. We don't belong here, everybody. <laughs> All right? Let me be the one to tell you and give it to you 100%. I'm going to keep it straight with you. And that's because I don't come from here. My answers don't come from here. I come from the source. So because of that, that was always something that fueled me. And I couldn't understand how my brothers and my sisters I was growing up with in my community didn't have this knowledge of self. And then I became aware of the oppression internally and externally, systematically placed to keep us at a lower level in this society. This isn't our society. This is their society. Yeah. <laughs> our utopian society is back in the, is back in the East. Right. So because of that, all of these things really inspired me then throughout my own healing and my own understanding of who I am and my purpose then was birth. Yeah. My purpose was birth, Naya Zuri, and I haven't looked back. I started writing my manuscript and even against the oppression of the, the publishers not wanting it because it was too black and they wanted to whitewash my character. I said, I'm gonna do it on my own. Walked mm. away from that. It's kind of like my experience with the, in the music industry all over again, leaving it leaving a contract on the table, literally walking away from my life's work that I knew could ultimately change my family's life, yeah, I'm not gonna sell my soul. Mm. I'm a woman of integrity. And it may have taken me all this time to get here, but I'm here now, brother, I'm here. You are, and you I'm are. back. And, and you I, know, it took me 15, 20 years, yet I'm here and it's very full circle because now every pathway I have, I really have come full circle and I'm giving it all to Nyasuri. I'm giving it all for the youth and for my people, all my people. You, um, you you 20, 20 years that's that's a, a longevity of stick-to-itiveness and perseverance that people that might like just you know listen to the show and look you up that maybe have not uh you know are just kind of coming to know you are going to see a very professional production and and um strategy and brand that that feels very that that doesn't seem indie that doesn't seem self-published seems yeah. very very organized um how, how did you go about building such a such a strong brand like who are who's help what does your team look like what are you what are what is like your mission as a as a business not just the book you know transferring out out of the book and back to you know owner of Nyazuri studios how how did you build such a strong brand and team my team is me myself and i okay and if I take the eye out of it, it's me, myself, and God. Mm -hmm. I am a multi-talented creative. This is how my maker made me. Everything that you see, every video you watch, every graphic design, every website, every uh, audio edit, video edit, music edit, production, everything that you see in here comes from my being. It's me. It's all of me. So it, there isn't like three people working on one thing. and three. <laughs> it's me every day consistently doing the work. And I do that because I have a very clear vision. I know who I am, and I know what my calling is in this world. So because of that, once I started working on Naya Zuri, I never thought of it as a brand. It's the movement. It's an understanding. I'm building an empire. This is my legacy, not just for my children, but for all of our children, right? So they don't have to get put in some mental chains, right, once again, so they can really be liberated in this life and creative what they want it to be against what people are telling them that it has to be or that are their only possibilities. Nah, we're not gonna do that. So really having a clear vision for yourself. Where does it begin, right? One day I literally drew a pyramid because I'm very visual as you can tell now. I literally drew a pyramid 
of my entire enterprise, of my purpose, because I move from the spirit. So although I have a business degree, I understand how to use this terminology, business, brand, marketing. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's spirit, it's purpose, it's vision, right? It's intention. So my foundation is Nyasari Books, the literacy. And then I just literally started carving it out without giving too much of it away because I have to be very mindful, right? As you mentioned, strategic with what I choose to share. Not in a spirit of ego or wanting not to share it with my people, but really in the spirit of protection because I cannot allow everything to be out. We don't need the enemy attempting to derail anything before it's time, right? I have a lot of things brewing in this pot on the stove, right? And I'm the top chef, and God gave me the recipe. So I have a lot of things brewing in this in this pot, yet I have to be very mindful what I scoop out, when I scoop it out. That way it's not too soon, right? I want yeah. you to eat it while it's hot, if you understand what I mean. Yes, ma'am. Um, tell us a little bit about about the uh, the, the tactics. We got, we got, you know, strategy, mission. Um, what type of mark how important is marketing your books in order to reach a you know certain level of you know, notoriety in order to really like reach your market how important is marketing for an author and and what's what worked for you okay just one moment i apologize i had to look at those directions really quickly <laughs> no so how important is marketing to me for me once again marketing i understand what it means but for me it's how do i show the people my purpose work mm-hmm. every day how do I show this mentality of taking no days off? And when I see when I say no days off, that doesn't actually mean you don't take a day off from completing work because you'll burn out. That's not healthy. You know, living purposely means that you understand that there's a balance between the work and the living and everything that sources that time with your family. Most importantly, time with yourself, time in nature, enjoying the things of life that's here for us to enjoy. Right. And getting that inspiration. Otherwise, you get stuck in this bubble. You can literally burn out. You will eventually lose that inspiration. And that is very dangerous. <laughs> because if you lose your inspiration, well, then you are susceptible to influence. And I don't move from influence. I only move from inspiration because that's from spirit. So with me, I'm always being mindful of how am I showing the work? Is it the highest representation? So for you to look at the quality of my work, whether it's a video or whether it's a production, or whether you're listening to some sounds, or you're, you're reading my literature, literature, or soon you're watching my film, and you're like, who is her team? Her team is her? Yes, because I really push myself to ensure that I am the highest representation. I'm the highest representation from my ancestry, where I'm from, of my people, my community here in the U.S., my people. We can all be this. We can all have the potential to produce these types of works. From our beings, I have the honor of really being the chiefest of an entire nation. And it's taken me years to build it. I started off as a Nizari tribe. We are now a nation. And because of that, I, I carry that with honor. I, I, I hold that crown with honor because I understand that now I can really show all young children and all of my people that they can have the potential. Like they can actually reach these heights. So everything I do is always forward thinking with this has to be the highest quality. I don't care if it takes me 20 hours to work on this five minute video just to do the transitions accurately. That's what I'm going to do. And it's seen, it's felt. What is, um, if you were going to give some advice to somebody who started out where you started out, um, and you could, you know, 
you're, and this is powerful sometimes. Sometimes you literally pass on somebody, you have this meet, you know, chance meeting, or you meet somebody you've looked up to, and they give you, you know, uh, you know, Michael Jordan bends down to the little kid and says, uh, "You can do it, right?" That little eight-year-old takes that and just runs with it, and then he's playing on Michael Jordan's team twenty years later. Right. Um, there you go. Right. What What is what would be you know if, if you're meeting the you know the average listeners listening and you know they're trying to figure it out what it, what's the advice you would give them because they're probably in a in a similar state you know to where you were at one point. Similar to Michael Jordan, not to bite off of him. I'll <laughs> say it in my own way. Begin today. Really be intentional in your life. Whatever that thing is that you can't shake from your spirit, that thing that keeps you up at night, that thing you're daydreaming about. Make it your reality. You're the only one that's stopping you from actually doing it. Don't worry about the resources. I didn't have any resources at the time when I was beginning. I didn't know anybody or the who's who's or anybody in the industry. I come from an immigrant family, right? We didn't have some silver spoons in our in our you know cupboards. We barely had any food in our cupboards. You know, whatever the food stamps could cover. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what walk of life. You have a right to create the life that you desire. So you just have to really become intentional and believe in yourself. You cannot wait for other people to validate you, not even your own family. My family thought I was crazy when I began the Nisery movement because I was also still working in corporate America because I have two sons and I'm the head of household. They thought I was crazy when I walked away from corporate America during quarantine. Yeah, I couldn't take a PTO day anymore to live on my purpose. There wasn't enough time. Mm-hmm. Right. I was only allotted what two or three weeks. I would use up all of my PTO within the first quarter <laughs> because I'm constantly giving. And I was a lot of times, most of the time, I was volunteering my time, really putting in that work to spread the movement, to put the roots in there. So, yes, don't wait for anyone to validate you or support you. You support you. You validate yourself. You believe in yourself. You source yourself. And when you really claim that space for yourself, everything that you need, that you require to live purposely, will literally manifest. It will come to you because you're showing up for yourself. There you go. There you go, everyone. Start now. Don't wait. Um, what, what's what's next for you? What 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 can tell us a little bit about the the animation? Uh, is that is that next? <laughs> yes, or, or, or yes, the world of Naya Zuri, the animated short film. It started off as a small idea, right, to create a teaser to then shop to networks and really being about a cartoon series. Yet while all the networks are still duking it out right now, and I'm seeing who's going to be best aligned or if I'm going to go to the private investor way, I'm like, I'm not going to put all this time and energy and my spirit into something that may never come out. No, I'm going to release this as an animated short film. And then what an incredible way to come full circle with my love of music. I'm back in the studio. I'm producing. I'm singing. I'm writing. I'm affirming. I'm creating everything for my being to then create an original soundtrack to go with the film. So look out for the film, The World of Nizuri, that will be coming out soon within the next few months, accompanied by the soundtrack that will be available on Apple, iTunes, and everywhere. So look out for that. I have 50 million different projects coming out, four <laughs> books, some tied into the series, some not. I'm constantly doing speaking engagements, constantly doing events, I'm constantly active in my community and really wherever it is that I'm needed. So I am touring nationally now. I'm also touring internationally really bringing the movement now worldwide i've been saying it for months and saying it for months and just doing the work and once again now it's here right really being focused on the happening versus waiting for something to happen to feel fulfilled so now i know you guys are called royal comics now you know i've got some comic ideas out there 
Oh. And if anybody peeped my uh, my launch of my NFT back in February into the Naya's the Reverse, right, to really empower our people through financial literacy, to really understand this digital currency, crypto, NFT, yeah. DAO, Web3 space, all of this, uh, I'm coming. Yeah, I've been coming for the I've been plotting on the metaverse for a while. Oh, so, I mean, um, say, I <laughs> yeah, actually wanted to. Uh, they literally built the Matrix. So, like, what do you think? Yo, y'all are very bold. Okay, I'm about to be bold too and expose my position now. So, uh, <laughs> so with that said, uh, if you if you peep my my NFT and you see the image, it's literally the grown version of Naya Zuri in mm. an intergalactic spacesuit. Oh my goodness! That is me, and those are the images that will be used for my future comics. So keep an eye out for that. But I have. I have like 50 different projects that I'm constantly working on. So those are those are the film and the music and the soundtrack are definitely the the two that are finally ready to be scooped out, right? Yeah. From that stew and uh, to be to be served to the people, you know, especially for the youth. Yes, right? Man. This is a this is spiritual warfare that we're fighting here. And there's a lot of adults that are very malnutritioned. And my goal and my purpose is to make sure that I can provide the nutrients needed to our youth so they do not become malnutrition themselves. Oh my goodness. Very uh, I love that that word choice. Very powerful. Uh we're 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 we'd love to have, when when the comics and uh we, you know we just did a, a, a NFT launch for sneakerheads. Uh, it's a popular NFT uh, you know launch that's coming out and I definitely want to want down the road you know if we can have you back to talk your comic and NFTs that'd be that'd be a, a great little loop back. Um, how do people support you? How can people find you? Oh, well, join the Nyazuri Nation, which is very prominent on Instagram and all social media platforms at Nyazuri, N-I-Y-A-H underscore Zuri, Z-U-R-I. And then, of course, you can find me, my website, www.ananayakana.com. I want to thank you very much for, for stopping in in the house and chatting it up with us. Uh, I'm going to be going back and through and listening uh, with notes myself <laughs> and, and, and trying to pick <laughs> out it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hopefully we can stay in touch and I'd love to love to have you back as, as you know, start rolling out some, uh, some of those other things you want to, you know, you want to promote and, and enlighten. I, I want to get out of this language of, of the oppressors brand, you know, not promote, but enlighten, uh, our audience, yes. uh, with, so thanks again. And hopefully we'll have you on another so, round. It was an honor. Appreciate you, and I gotta say it one time because you already know if you've been watching my interviews. Shout out to the Naya Zuri Nation. I love y'all. All right, be yeah. purposeful. Peace. All right, see you guys for another round in the house next time. Bye.